0: that you can be here with us for another episode.
1: Um, we hope you've enjoyed the last two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've got something out of them. We're really getting into it today, though, aren't we? Yeah. Yep. A bit more meat today.
0: Yeah. Um, really <laughs> wanted to go talk a little bit about what what do we mean when we're talking about wholehearted kingdom living. I feel mm. like um, we'll probably talked a bit about wholehearted, what that means. And, yeah, we do. Um, but this idea of kingdom we were just talking about it um it just like it's probably something we need to maybe define define a little bit because it <laughs> it might sound a bit odd or different um it could be one of those that language christianese or, yeah.
1: words that we just throw around that people don't actually understand
0: yeah so we're going to talk a bit about that today and also yeah. maybe a little bit about a little bit more about well, what what does it look like then if we're talking about kingdom what yeah. what, what are some of the things that are Important to live wholeheartedly or flourishing, yeah, in, in the that. kingdom, yeah. So yeah,
1: that'll be good. Yeah, let's so, just get into it. Know, let's get. Into it. <laughs> um, so we were just talking before. We wanted to really, um, we really wanted to just spend a few minutes defining what is the kingdom. And we are talking about the kingdom of God. Just, just to clarify, there is obviously earthly kingdoms that people live in, and as we were looking at the definition. Um, some countries obviously have kings and queens and would have a monarchy. And so there is the earthly kingdoms. We're talking about um, God's kingdom, about a spiritual kingdom.
0: So, what is a kingdom? It's a really good question. <laughs> well, this is a definition that we actually. Got off the internet, but it, mate, like, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, of course. It's just a place of authority and where someone rules and reigns. So it's just recognizing that there is a boundary where, yeah. if you just want to use England as an example, mm. or uh, someone like the Netherlands, or these countries that have kings or queens, there is mm. a, a boundary, and then there is a, a king and queen in that within that boundary, and then that, and they have authority in that yeah. in that space um, yeah. to make decisions to. Um, yeah, express their will and what they yeah. what they want to see, and yeah. then outside of that boundary, yeah. they're respected, but they don't really have that same authority. That, yeah, like that's right. We were just saying, you know, if the Queen of England went to America, she wouldn't really be able to dictate. <laughs> but know.
1: that's a whole other conversation, yeah. right?
0: Every, everybody must now drink cups of tea <laughs> instead of coffee. don't yeah.
1: of that coffee. <laughs> Um, and I was just thinking about how, like Jesus said lots of times, but I know one of the first times he said it in um, Matthew four seventeen. 17, um, it says from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And of course, back in those days, I'm, I'm not going to unpack it completely, but they definitely had kingdoms didn't they they had rulers and um, people that would rule over certain areas so that was their language that they used and they would have understood what jesus Mm -hmm. was talking about um and then and then jesus keeps talking about throughout his whole ministry he talks about the um he refers to and talks about the kingdom of heaven being at hand um and so um that that's funny because there's also the, the the world's kingdom isn't there yeah. In, the, in the kingdom of darkness that covered the earth after the fall. And so Jesus is coming and starting to release his kingdom in in a place where the kingdom of darkness has ruled. Um, but Jesus' kingdom really contrasts the kingdom of the world, doesn't it? It's really opposing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like he yeah. – yeah, it's just – Chalk and cheese,
1: <laughs> or cheese and chalk, yeah. And and the king, the world, the worldly kingdom was a kingdom of darkness and suppression. But Jesus brought the kingdom of light into um, into that place of darkness, didn't he? Um, you are the light of the world. You know, there is so many scripture references that talk about light and the kingdom being about light. Um, and he also um, started to talk about. Um, grace being a part of um, the, the undeserved favor of God being a part of his kingdom, whereas it was really before that a kingdom of works, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think this is a challenge, you know, I guess for the audience that heard Jesus preach, he started using language and ideas that were not always foreign, like, you know, when Jesus yeah. said, You are the light of the world, like the, the Jews had heard this type of thing before. But the idea that the way that he operates and the way he rules and reigns is not what they expected. And so I think it created a lot of conflict. Very much. Um, Well,
1: that's so interesting, isn't it? Because some people would have thought for him to actually, um, for the king, because they they referred to him as the coming king, they would have thought that he would have come with a bunch of soldiers, right, to bring in the kingdom because that's what... They'd always done, but that's and and that's what they expected. But that's not what happened. He was a baby born
0: in a manger. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's why it was a struggle
1: to
0: to accept that Jesus is the Messiah because he was representing a a rule that was not what they expected. Mm. And so, really, he was representing the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God, Mm. and just saying, "Look, I'm bringing my kingdom. Mm -hmm. Repent or change, change the way you're thinking because." A new kingdom is here. The kingdom yeah. of God is here. Yeah. It's right yeah. within your midst. It's near yeah. you. Yeah. And the rules and the way that it operates. operates is different. Yeah, to what you've known. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um. And so then we believe, right, that when Jesus left the earth went back to heaven after he rose from the dead, uh, he actually gave that responsibility of bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth to us as his believers in him and he gave us all authority and um, and th- and now we are responsible for building the kingdom of God here on earth, yeah, right? right? Yeah, that's right. He everywhere said that make we go.
0: disciples and teach them to do everything I instructed you to do. Mm. Um, and so that would the making of the disciples would be like teaching people, well, what does it look like to live in the kingdom of God? Mm.
1: Yeah. And and I guess that's kind of a little bit of what we're doing with this podcast is is a little bit of like allowing you, if you wish, to be discipled in what we've learned about what it looks like to live in the mm. kingdom, right, and yeah. to live wholeheartedly. So um, this is us doing what Jesus told us to do, yay us. Um, and so we just wanted to acknowledge that when we're referring to the kingdom, when we're talking about the kingdom, this is – what we're talking about. We're talking about building the dominion and rule of God on the earth mm. in this kingdom of darkness that exists and still is here. It actually has no power or authority because Jesus has overcome it, but we are responsible for building that yeah. kingdom here on earth and living in it and not fighting against it, but living in it. Yeah. yeah? And – to truly flourish and to live wholeheartedly, there are certain ways that we can live inside the kingdom, right? Yeah. And I I think even
0: like when we say wholehearted kingdom living, I think really it's just an acknowledgement that living in the kingdom of God, Mm. living God's way is actually a wholehearted way. It is a flourishing way. Yeah, But it just seems like we were talking about the, the opposing view. It seems... The opposite of that. Yeah, like it seems like that doesn't seem like flourishing. That doesn't seem like <clears throat> wholeheartedness. Yeah. That doesn't seem like winning, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think once again that was such a challenge for the audience that heard Jesus, Jesus preach for yeah, the first time. Absolutely. It was like this doesn't make sense. That yeah. doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like flourishing. That doesn't yeah. sound like how yeah. I would. Win or yeah. you know, and I use the word "win" in inverted commas, like succeed, succeed be, su- yeah. be a successful person. But God says, "Look, these are the things that really mm. living my kingdom is living these things, and yeah. it will make you a wholehearted, flourishing person." Yeah, it might not make sense. Yeah, because it's new. It's new, and that's and it's where different. the repenting, the changing yeah, the way absolutely. you think happens. Yeah, or,
1: and we always we always joke a bit like that. God's kingdom is a bit upside down. It's a bit um, completely different to what the world says is what the kingdom of God says. So it can take some time, right, to learn how to live. Um, But if we're willing to, to live the way that the Lord's asked us to live, then we will find a flow that our lives feel like we are flourishing rather than constantly fighting against something that is not, us to fight against, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess, like in saying that, over the coming kind of weeks, I, f- I felt like it was a little while ago. Actually, I was on a um, a spiritual retreat, and I was just sitting there, and out of nowhere, I felt like the Lord spoke to me, and we were talking in that situation. I think it was about trust, um, and I can't exactly remember, but the Lord just said to me, "Oh, that's a that's a key to the kingdom." And I was like, oh, okay. So I wrote it down, you know, as you do, because when the Lord speaks, we always write it down. And then a few weeks later, he was speaking to me about something else. He's like, oh, that's a key to the kingdom. And I was like, oh, okay. So I started writing some of these things down. Mm. And then on reflection and starting, when we started talking about this um, podcast, I was like, oh, I have these keys that the Lord's been giving me over the last little while. They're things that are very, are quite personal to me, but also are things of the kingdom and so we're just going to take a few weeks and talk about a few of these things and um, we just thought we might start with the easy one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think right? Let's yeah. I think let's start easy and then we'll go harder after this week. <laughs> so we're going to ease think? you into it. I'm
1: not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> so but we felt like we were supposed to start with surrender. Surrender is a key to living in this kingdom that we've just been talking about mm.
0: and... Um, In my experience, surrender is not easy. No. (laughs) At all. It's one of those things, once again, you're like, that doesn't make sense. Why? How is that flourishing? How does surrendering cause you to flourish and Mm. be
1: wholehearted? We think of like, you know, all those war movies and stuff, and you never want to be on the side that surrenders, right? You always want to be on the side that's going forward and fighting. So, um so, but, but what it like? What is surrender? Like, what does it look? Like? We talk about it a lot, don't we, in Christian circles?
0: Mm, yeah, it's a it's a a word that is thrown around a lot, and I think one of those words we don't really think about what we're saying. No, we don't. But it's really? it's definitely a posture of humility and weakness. It is. It is. Isn't it? It's um, certainly the if you are in a war, the winner isn't surrendering. No, no, they're the strong side. The they're, person you know. who, yeah, is mm. the powerful one mm. isn't surrendering. Normally, it's the one that's not doing so great. That's right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they surrender before yeah. they lose. Yeah,
0: that's right. Before <laughs> before things get out of hand, you're like, yeah, I think it's time to surrender.
1: Surrender. Yeah. So it's it's a giving up of control, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Um. In when we talk about it with the Lord. Yeah because we want to make sure everything's good. Mm-hmm. We want to keep everything ticking along just nicely and inside our box and comfortable and then – but it doesn't always work that way with um, with the Lord and in his kingdom. And I think it's also, you know, it's a journey of faith, it's a journey of trust um, because in surrender, you, you know, you – you don't actually get to decide how it works out if you surrender it, do you?
0: Yeah, and there's that, there's certainly that risk, that fear almost mm. of like, and that's why surrender is hard. That's yeah. why we like to do it because it's like we don't know what the outcome's going to be. be. Yeah. And it's giving up that, so true, giving up that outcome. Yeah. So I don't know how this is going to end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like. If I give this thing up, what, what it? is it going to look like?
1: How's it going to turn out? Yeah. yeah, absolutely, and um, I love the twenty third psalm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. but really, that you know, I'm that means that I'm His sheep. Yeah, and the sheep doesn't really get to decide where
0: it goes, does it? Well, there's two people in the relationship. <laughs> there's the shepherd and the sheep. There's not too many – it's not like, oh, wow, there's – We're all shepherds. This this kitchen has space for so many shepherds. It's like, no, there's one shepherd and then there's sheep. That's right. Yeah.
1: And therefore I don't really get to decide where I go. Yeah. But I know that the shepherd's good and that he's going to take me somewhere good. He's going to make sure I have enough. He's going to take me beside the still waters. All the things that the 23rd Psalm unravels, but it's that acknowledgement – that I'm not the boss, yeah. Yep. God's the boss. He's think,
0: in charge. Just thinking about that for a moment. Just um, what you said there about, well, I, I'm, I know that he's a, he's a good shepherd, and that's what Jesus was often referred to as the good shepherd. And yeah. um, surrender happens in relationship with the Lord. I think it's a mm-hmm. start to your relationship with the Lord, but it, it's a continual like. It's a continual thing, yeah. And the more you understand God, the more you understand Jesus. The more you're with Him, mm. ex- experiencing Him, you realise, oh, I, I can surrender because, yeah, because I know who He is. Like yes. I know that I don't understand the outcome. I don't know what the outcome is going to look like, yeah. but I know that it's going to turn out good because yeah. He's good.
1: Because He's good. Yeah. And so we have to have that core value set, don't we? God is good.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He only has good things.
0: Yeah, for me. And it has to be, like you said, a core value. It has to be yeah. deep on the inside. It can't be like an intellectual statement that we make. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, God's oh, good. good. Yeah. God's good all the time. Yeah. And if I mean, if you if you're believing that, that looks like something. Yeah. And that surrender will come easier to those who yeah. have a understanding or revelation that yes. oh yeah, God is good and. It's gonna be okay if I give this up to the to him. I'm yeah. not just giving anything up for the sake of giving it up. Yeah. I'm giving it up unto him, unto to him, him. surrendering yeah. it to him, saying, yes. well if, if I surrender God, then I'm acknowledging well that means you're in charge. Yeah. That's you're right. the shepherd. Yes. You're the king. You're the boss.
1: Yeah. And um we we were talking about before, like um Where It's like acknowledging that God is the creator and we are the created ones and we are not supposed to play in his role. Surrender allows him to be God and us to be how he created us to be. You think of Adam and Eve in the garden. They trusted the Lord. They believed the Lord for everything Mm -hmm. until the serpent told them, said, is that what God really Mm -hmm. said? And he didn't even he just questioned the goodness of God, right, in their yeah. life. And that was enough to completely derail them. And so if we can get that really super solid that we are created by God and that he has good things for us, then we everything else comes easy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think that's why surrender is part of wholehearted living because it puts things in the right order. Like surrender says, yeah, yeah that's right, God, you're the creator and I'm the created one Mm. and God has created things to be in a certain order Order. and when they're in that order, things function properly. That's right. They should. Yes. And then we can live flourishing wholehearted lives because we acknowledge where we are before him.
1: Yes. And there are certain ways that things have to be in his kingdom. It's like if you are in anybody's kingdom, right, there's certain ways that they expect things to be and that they need to be. Otherwise, mm. you're going to get yourself into trouble. And, and it's you'll the have same. Chaos. Yeah, that's right. You have chaos, and it's the same with God's kingdom. There are certain ways that things need to be.
0: Yeah. Mm. So what I mean what what does it mean? Like okay, so we're talking about surrender. What does that look like? What does, what does that even mean? Like what am I surrendering? Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, essentially we're surrendering everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. But, um, you know, I know for in my life it's looked like surrendering the outcome of um, situations, relationships, things that have been difficult and hard and because I want to fix it Mm -hmm. and I want to control it and I want to make sure that it's all working perfectly but I actually can't do that in my own strength because I can't, especially in relationship, I can't control another person. Mm. And so I've had to surrender that to the Lord and just be like, God, you, you're in control of this. You're in charge. I probably prefer to use in charge rather than control because that has terrible connotations to it. But God's in charge. Um, and I get to be active in mm. the process with him of trusting him and choosing to trust him and listening for his voice and where he's leading and when he's saying go here or do this or even like just following the piece, right, of what he's saying. Um, but surrender says I don't, I'm not in control of the outcome of this. Mm. I trust you but I'm not in control. And, you know, the Lord's spoken things to me about my life and about where I'm going to go and and the things that he's um, got for me in the future. And I could easily just run off and try and make them happen in my own strength, but surrender is, God, thank you for what you've given to me. Thank you that you've, yeah. you know, put those desires in my heart or given me that prophetic word or whatever it is. But I choose to trust you in the outcome of that. Yeah. And I surrender that back to you. I say thank you and I surrender it back to you and say in your timing these things mm. will come to pass and I will put my hope and faith in you and believe that these yeah. things are not come in to the
0: things and not in the outcome. And not
1: in the outcome and I think that's so that's so beautiful isn't it because it means that I don't it means that I don't have to get to that outcome before I can live in the fullness mm-hmm. of my relationship with the Lord. Like I don't have to be doing everything in, you know, I can be in a place of brokenness and pain or in a place of, um, of not being able to understand what's going on or lost, mm-hmm. but I can still have that wholehearted relationship with him that says that he's leading mm-hmm. and guiding my every step. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think surrender in a way just opens up relationship with the Lord because it's about saying, well, rather than God, you give a word and I run off and do it, mm. you're like, okay, like I feel like God, you've told me this thing yeah. or this opportunity is coming yeah. my way. But surrender is almost like saying, rather than me run off and make it happen now, yeah. it's like, let's do it together. Yeah. Let's. Let me surrender. Oh, it has to look like this. Has to do mm. that, and then I, I start to ask him, what, "What do you think about this? Yes. What is it? What What if we did it like this? So what true. do you think about it, God? Yeah. Yeah. What are your ideas? More of a conversation yeah. with and him partnership. about partnership yeah. and yeah. a partnership.
1: Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. But there's there our human nature says. I don't want to do that. I want to work everything out. I want everything to be fixed, or I want to be in that spot where the Lord spoke to me about. Mm. And so there's these these places of stumbling.
0: Yeah, because human nature wants to set us up as our own God, as our own shepherd, as our own king, isn't it? And that's why this why surrender is so important because it puts us right. We were talking, puts us back in that that created order. Yes. Yeah. And so.
1: Because that's in the garden. Yeah. What kind of happened, yeah. wasn't it? Like who, the um, the enemy was questioning the goodness of God, which also was um, bringing into question that they're following the Lord mm-hmm. and them becoming in control of their life yeah. or in charge of their life. Um, and that's that's where it all got messed mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're thinking about surrender then, like, does everybody have to surrender the same thing?
1: I don't think so. No. I mean, even between you and yeah. me, it's different. We're married and yeah. been, you know, married for, what, 17 years or something. But it's still different for mm. us, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And There's that, things that affect you more than affect me. That's right. And it's it's in that relationship that God will kind of put his finger on something yeah. and will be like, ah. I think you've got to give that up. Yeah. Yeah and you you know and and it's different for everybody like some people it's like maybe it's like having their family controlled like mm. everything working out perfectly oh, yeah. everything's and... got to look right mm. they got to get in this school and then they got to do mm. that and then and maybe yeah. guys like you need to surrender your children to me mm. like yes yeah. you you have a role in their life you're a, you know you're you're the provider or you're this or you're that but the the outcomes you've got yeah. to start to like Understand that oh, I want really good things for your kids. Yeah, and yeah. I've got a good plan for them, and yeah. you got to start surrendering, having to have everything mm. in control when it comes yeah. to your family and your children. Others, it's finances. Yes. others, it's like career. Jobs, careers huge, isn't relationships, it? Relationships, marriage, whatever it is. So everyone's got like a different, almost like a different um, area that is mm. really grabbing at them. Yeah, they got to like, I got to let this go. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and you've talked to me a bit about an example from the Bible, right? Yeah. Um, someone, and this, I think this story sometimes is a bit misunderstood, um, in its original state. So,
0: yeah. So we're just going to talk about an episode, I guess, in the Bible and an example of a moment of a choice to surrender. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And there's heaps in the Bible when you start looking for them. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, so this, um, (laughs) This story comes from Mark, chapter 10, verse 17 to 22. So I'm just going to start reading it and then we'll, we'll chat yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, So it says, As he, and that's talking about Jesus, as he was setting out on a journey, a man ran up to him and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honour your father and mother. And he said to him, Teacher, I have kept all these things from my youth up. Looking at him, Jesus felt a love for him and said to him, One thing you lack, go and sell all you possess and give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven and come, follow me. But at these words, he, that's the rich young ruler, was saddened and he went away grieving for he was one who owned much property. So I think, firstly, this story often gets misconstrued that you have to give up money.
1: Yeah, you can't. You have to be poor.
0: And that's not what this is actually saying. Um, <laughs> now, sometimes... That is something that has to be surrendered. And we've been through that journey ourselves. And the reason is because money just has this grip, finances, possessions Mm. have this grip on people that actually almost stop them moving forward in life, Mm. fully living. Mm. And so that's, I think, why this is such a powerful example, but it doesn't have to be money.
1: No, it doesn't. You could probably insert lots of things into that story.
0: Yeah. And I think from this story, like even just reading it then, like so many things were jumping out at me. And one of the things was like I could feel the control from this rich young ruler. Um, We don't know his name. And he says, what shall I do to inherit eternal mm. life? In other words, I want to control this situation and, of receiving uh, yes. it. eternal life. <laughs> I want to be my shepherd in yes. all of this. Yeah. What do I need to do yeah. to ensure that I can make sure I'm on my merry way yes. to, doing, to being where I feel like I want to be? Mm. And then it's almost <laughs> like he was anticipating Jesus to say certain things and he's like, yep, yeah, done it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have ticked all that. the boxes on all of that. Yeah. And I think the powerful thing is one thing you lack. Yeah. And it's like, look, you know what? He's only got one thing. So that's, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> I've got many things that I, know I lack. You too. <laughs> so I think he was doing pretty well. And the fascinating thing is that word there is the same word that is mentioned in the Sermon on the Mount, which we talked about the very first podcast, mm. which is Teleos. Yeah. Uh, and I might have mentioned this in that podcast. It's like one thing that makes you not complete, yeah. not wholehearted. Yeah. And then it says, wow. give up everything.
1: Yeah.
0: Sell it to the, the poor. poor. You'll have treasure in heaven. Come follow me. Mm.
1: Ouch. It's, I wonder. That was a, a hard
0: pill for that.
1: Yeah. And he, young ruler and he walked
0: away in that moment, and we gr- don't, grieving.
1: But we don't really know what, we happened. Don't know what happened.
0: He might have changed his mind. We he might have done it. We don't know. But it uh it was a it was a moment where this guy's like, Wow, like maybe yeah. I don't have it all together. Like yeah. I thought I did.
1: Yeah. And to live in the kingdom, I don't just Keep all the commandments. Yeah. It's actually more than just yeah. keeping all the commandments. Because there was a it's recognition a posture, of the inside world mm.
0: that there's something in there yeah. that's it needs not to be quite right. Out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think that that is probably a good question for us to ask ourselves yeah. often. Lord, is there something that I need to surrender yeah. to you?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, today? Hmm. And um, I think we I, I think we should just make a moment for us all to to just pray and ask the Lord, um, you know, is there something that we need to surrender before we just finish this podcast off? Mm. Um, yeah, so'm I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pray that the Lord speaks to all of us, including <laughs> including us. And um just just ask him if he would um speak to us about um, what it is that if there's something in our life that we need to surrender. Um, so, yeah, Jesus, firstly, God, I just thank you for this time together. I thank you that we can we can talk about what it looks like to live in your kingdom. And, God, I just thank you that you are always speaking to us and we can hear your voice. Um, it might just be a, an audible voice, but it might also be just a knowing inside of us or a still voice inside our hearts. So God, we just are anticipating that, um, you know, you're going to speak to us today. Um, and so as we just bring ourselves humbly before you, Lord, we we love you with all of our hearts and we, we want to live in your kingdom. We want to Be people that are building your kingdom inside of ourselves but also around us. And, um, God, we want to live with our whole hearts. And so, um, Jesus, we just come before you today and we just ask, what is the one thing that I lack? Jesus, what is the one thing that I need to surrender to you today? Yeah, I'm just going to give you a moment for him to speak. So, I just encourage you if you felt like the Lord spoke to you in that moment, maybe he didn't speak to you in that moment but but I anticipate that he did um I just encourage you to take that thing and just bring it before him mm-hmm. and just lay it at his feet and ask him He will lead and guide in how to lay it down, and some you know some might it might be something big, but for others, it might just be something small, and sometimes we. We practice with the small things and then the Lord might ask us to surrender something bigger in, you know, down the track. And so I just encourage you, even if it's something really small and you think, oh, that's insignificant, I encourage you just begin that process of learning to surrender it to him because he, he wants to take you deeper in this journey of understanding he is the good shepherd and he is going to look mm. after you and yeah. he's got good things for you. And I, I just, I bless you, your hearts, to know that he's good and He is kind, and that you know the journey of surrender is not about a man with a big stick saying, "Oh, it's time to give that up to me." It's about God rearranging and putting us yeah. back in the place of being the created one, trusting in our Creator,
0: because yeah. then we're going to flourish, right? That's right. That's, this isn't about, yeah. Us just living this life of like, oh, it's like, no, this is the best. This is a flourishing life. This is a successful life. life. This is a good life. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I just want to encourage you. I felt like, um, you know, as Christians, um, sometimes God will speak something for us to to do, like a calling, a gifting, things like that, and um, we often want to make that happen because it's a good thing, you know? Like we feel like it's something so good, why wouldn't the Lord want me to do it right now? Um and I just I just felt like when we were preparing for this podcast that I just wanted to encourage you it's okay to lay those things mm. down and wait for the Lord's leading and mm. to surrender those things back to him even though they're good things and they feel like they need to be done right now. The Lord is good and he his timing is perfect and he will let you know when the mm. time is right. Yeah. So I bless your heart to know that he's he's um bringing to pass all the things that he has spoken to you. Yeah. So we yeah. just we just pray you're blessed. Um that the Lord takes you deeper in your journey with him. Um Yeah, every and we day. just
0: we just declare a flourishing life yeah, over you. We declare absolutely. wholeheartedness over you. Yeah and we declare joy. Yeah and mm-hmm. peace yes. and righteousness over you, you and, Jesus. and yeah just thank yeah. you so much for listening yeah. to us and we yeah. we yeah we just pray that you guys continue on this journey with yeah. us of yep. living wholehearted. we are <laughs> not the we are not the experts no. leading the way we are we are living this and we're inviting yep. people in the journey <laughs> with us so enjoy the journey of living wholeheartedly mm. yeah. with a god who is so incredible yeah. and who loves you so much
1: and um, and we yeah. bless you in your journey of yeah. surrender to Him. Yes. And uh, courage be to all of us, right, as we live this life of surrender with the Father. So bless you, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, okay, we'll
0: see you next time. Okay,
1: bye. Bye.